going to bed in the near future? No. You ever going to bed? No. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. You'll notice I'm not joined in the studio by my usual co-hosts, Alistair and Parker, this week. They are home for Easter, as am I, but I have a very formidable replacement. I am being joined, by the way, we, we teased this, but didn't quite make a formal announcement, but now it'll be out there. The special surprise for this Sunday's episode of Mixed Rhythm, we have Kylie V. So, uh, for our listeners who are uninitiated, can you just explain yourself a little bit? Who are you? What do you do? Uh, yeah, um, my name's Kylie V. I'm 17. My pronouns are they, them, and I make emo folk music, according to a lot of people. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you're only 17. I mean, that blew my mind. Like, when I was 17, I was like, not making music that's for sure and a lot of people don't really not at this at this level that you're at right now I mean you've had features done by KEXP and Exclaim which is incredible congratulations on those um, a lot of people like only kind of start making their music and really hitting their stride as a as a singer songwriter around this age so I want to know two things one when did you start writing and uh and performing your own music and two how has the reception been to big blue since it came out yeah um i started writing songs probably when i was about nine and they got good when i was about 14. and i don't really know what i mean by that but i guess i got comfortable enough like sharing them and with my own style around that age. Sorry, my cat's climbing on stuff. <laughs> That's okay. Um, What's your cat's name? Her name's Mika. Mika. I love that. She, does, she features at the end of Solace, actually. Nice. The cat purring. Um, anyway, back to the questions. Yeah, so I, I released my first thing at 14, towards the end of being 14, and it was called Lotus Eater, and the reception to that wasn't that big, but it was still very overwhelming. And now with Big Blue, it's a lot more than I would have expected, but I'm happy about it. Yeah, I mean, from, from everything I've read, the reception's been great. I personally love this record. Uh, I, I feel some hints of Phoebe Bridgers and some Big Thief in this. Uh, but Thank also you. You, you made it your own. It's not just some, you know, it's not derivative. So I want to know, who were some of your inspirations while writing this new record? Who were you listening to? Um, so I guess like which, which artist really helped you to craft the sound for this record? Yeah, um, thank you for saying Phoebe Bridgers and Big Thief. Big Thief is my favorite band and a huge influence on, on the record, as well as Phoebe and her bandmates in Boy Genius, uh, Julian Baker and Lucy Dacus, I've been huge fans of for a while as well. Um, some other influences. I was listening to a lot of Bright Eyes, as I do quite often. Um, about in the, in the middle of production and mixing and recording, I got really into Samya and her new album, The Baby. So that was a, that was a really big influence. And I was also listening to copious amounts of Rilo Kylie. I get a lot of people saying that I have 
Saddle Creek vibes. And that is, that is another huge compliment considering about 60% of the stuff I listen to on a regular basis is like old Saddle Creek, Rilo Kylie and Bright Eyes. I think you just ran down my playlist for this past winter. That's no, that th those are honestly yeah. great inspirations. And you can hear, uh, you can hear those uh, elements of a lot of those artists uh, running through your music for sure. So uh, I want to take it back a little bit. Um, you're from Vancouver, right? Yes. So, I mean, a lot of us uh, in the Canadian music scene and, and worldwide, we know the Peach Pits, the Yukon Blondes, the Deer Rouges, and even the Evaporators, uh, shout out to Nardwar. But who are some of your contemporaries you enjoy working with the most or seeing live the most? Yeah, um, I'm super biased because I share two bandmates with them, but my favorite local band is Sleepy Gonzalez. My, my drummer and bass player, um, Benny and Christian, are both in the band and they're just, they're so good. I love them. Everyone should listen to Sleepy Gonzalez. I also, I, there, there's such a huge range of music in the Vancouver scene. So it's really hard to narrow this down, which is why I always give kind of the same answers because it's just what comes to my head. Um, yeah, I've played with a lot of people. I really like Primp and their, their singer, Ali, um, runs a sort of booking company in Vancouver called Cushy Entertainment. And I love um, Babe Corner. Some, some of the members of Babe Corner sang on parts of the album. I could, I could go on forever. I'm gonna stop there, but those are three of my favorite local bands. So you mentioned uh, having some, uh, some, a little bit of overlap with your band members. I want to know about uh, recording this and getting, getting your band together for this record. Who do you have with you uh, on Big Blue? Uh, for almost every song, I have my two regular bandmates, Benny and Christian from Sleepy Gonzales. Um, Benny plays the drums and Christian plays the bass and they're great. I love them. They're some of my best friends. And then for some of the more like odd instruments, I guess, I had Tegan Walgren on violin who makes music as Walgren and they're incredible. Just an artistic mastermind. I love them so much. They're fantastic. Um, I had Chris from Peach Pit come in on Cathedral on slide guitar, which was my 14 year old dream. He's great. They're all, they're all lovely people. And on banjo, I had my producer's wife, Sydney, who makes music as Sydney, or I think her Instagram is, hi, my name is Sydney or something, but she's, she's great. She's a wonderful artist. And that's that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty, very, pretty small team. Yes, small team. That's a that's an amazing lineup. Uh, and, and I want to talk a little bit more about Big Blue. So when did you start writing the songs for this record? Because as a as great friend of of mine and a massive fan of yours, Malcolm told me he had uh, seen some of these songs go back a long time in live sets. Yeah, um, 
I, it's, it's a compilation of songs that basically spans from like the month after Lotus Eater to like the summer after we recorded almost everything for the album. So I guess from about, yeah, 2019 to like mid 2020 is where all, all of those songs came from, mostly late 2019 to early 2020. And what was the writing process like on this record? I mean, the songwriting, I, I don't, I don't want to keep harping on, you know, how like how it's so amazing that someone so young is writing such great music, but I mean, I can't imagine writing stuff like this again, when I was 17, you know, it's only three years ago, but even then I couldn't imagine writing things this complex and this beautiful now. What was that, that like getting into that headspace to write Big Blue? First of all, thank you so much. Second of all, I feel like I'm, I don't, I don't know how this is going to come across, but all, all of those songs kind of just fell out. I don't, it's, it's been getting a lot harder to write in the past, like, six months because there's nothing going on in my life. But for the past couple years, I kind of just wrote nonstop about anything and everything. So the, the writing process for me is usually I'll, I'll get, like, one verse in my brain and then the rest of it just kind of follows and that happened for almost every song on, on the record. Yeah, so we mentioned a few times uh, your first record you put out. I want to know, what are some of the differences in your approach from that record to this new record that came out uh, last month? Um, for, for Lotus Eater, I, cons I, I consider it kind of just something that I made out of necessity. I don't consider it my, my first album it's just I'm, I made it in my basement my iPhone 6s recorded through like the crappy Apple earbuds and made everything except for the drums and it I think uh, this this record is a lot more professional I had actual people come in instead of my dad and it was like professionally recorded a lot more time with the songs because for the for lotus eater everything was kind of written day before and then just demoed and put onto Bandcamp because i felt like i had to <laughs> yeah uh so speaking of uh of that, that transition. Um, did you find any difference in how you would approach things, say, going working professionally? Did it kind of feel like there was more pressure or was it easier because you knew you had a great team behind you? Uh, am I allowed to say both? <laughs> yeah, if, hey, um, if it was both, it was both. Yeah. On one hand, it was, it was a lot easier for things to come to me with a team of amazing artists doing it with me and on the other hand it's absolutely terrifying because everyone i worked with is somebody that i'd like look up looked up to for the past couple years and i'm just a, i'm i'm just a kid <laughs> I, d I didn't take any guitar lessons 
I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I don't I don't know how amps work. I so it's it's very very stressful, but it's also super rewarding. Yeah, I don't I, I mean don't be too hard on yourself. I still don't think a lot of people know how amps work, despite the fact that they they play music very often. I couldn't tell you how an amp works. What's how do you turn the knobs? It confuses me. I well. don't I don't understand it. <laughs> no, well, with this record, it wasn't just the music. There were visuals that came along with it. I mean, the album cover uh, is is striking. The the contrast and and the water it just it's all so great i mean how did you how did you work that out where did that idea come from and and who helped you along with shooting the cover for this record yeah um there were three shoots that we did for the cover the first one was in february right as right as we started recording they were all with my friend lauren ray who is an incredible photographer in vancouver uh, she she does photography zines and puts together an incredible like mixed media art music etc thing called mixed gems which is now doing streams so just shout out to mixed gems and Lauren Ray the first shoot we did in a venue called Redgate in Vancouver and we just found this light that ended up looking like reflections of water on the walls and that's when that's when the album title hit because I didn't know if I wanted to name it after Big Blue or Solace and as soon as I saw the water light I was like okay got that and by the time everything had been delayed so much I I asked for another shoot because I wanted something that was more connected to the person that I had become in the past like six months and it ended up being cloudy so we went out to the beach one last time I basically gave myself hypothermia twice for that cover I came home and I got in the shower and I could not tell my feet apart from the shower floor so I'm, I'm pale to begin with but I'd like there's no blood in my body by that point it was it was rough but the things we do for art it Yes. Thank you. I'm glad it paid off. <laughs> so, uh, lastly, I want to get into uh, some of the reception from Big Blue. I mean, as I mentioned, I love this record. Uh, we've played a couple of the songs on Mixed Rhythm in th these past few weeks. But, I mean, I also am a huge fan of KEXP and Exclaim. Uh, so, I mean, Exclaim because I'm Canadian media, KEXP because they do those amazing uh, in-lounge sessions. I want to know, what was it like having those publications? I mean, because as, as you mentioned, like, um, when, you know, you were 14 and you realized you had, uh, like, your 14-year-old self would be going crazy about having uh, Chris from Peach Pit on this record. So, I'll take it that you, you were a huge music fan, of course. What was it like getting uh, reached out to by these publications? I mean, it's got to be insane, you know? It's, it's a new, I've had a couple really big names reach out to me first and it's been like, I'll just, I'll run upstairs to my mom and just start shaking. Um, <laughs> but I, I did, I did submit to exclaim for that. So I'm glad they reviewed it. I was a, I was a, best new artist of January, which I, they did not tell me about until the day before. So that was, it's just, it's positive shocking. Yeah. Um, 
the KEXP review had been in the works for a really long time. Again, um, Lauren, the photographer who's also in, in the now defunct local band Jock Tears, was, I think, friends with the, the KEXP writer who reached out to me. And I basically, I had to keep emailing Guy as the album got delayed and delayed and then delayed because of COVID and then delayed because of release plans. And it's, just, it's been a really long process, but wow, it, it paid off. Thank you to Martin at KEXP. It's probably some of the most beautiful words that have ever been written about my art. And I don't know how to emotionally deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great review. I mean, I was reading it again today. It is, it's great. Um, so thank you. Yeah, thank you to explain KEXP for that. Uh, we've covered Big Blue and we've covered Lotus Eater and we've covered your career up to this point, but I want to know what's next for you? What do you have coming up in the future? What are your next plans? Uh, are you just going to kind of ride it out on this, on this new record for now? Or do you have things in the works? Let me know about that. Um, I don't have any specific plans for a new record anytime soon, but hopefully within, within the next couple of years, I really want to get back in the studio. I already miss it so much. I have a couple video plans right now for songs off of Big Blue, which I will not describe in more detail than that. No, um, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully by this summer. Um, and yeah, that's, that's about all I have going on right now. I'm just, I'm riding the wave. No pun intended, but it is, <laughs> is connected. <laughs> Well, I mean, I want to thank you for, for joining us here on... Uh, thank you so much. Oh, uh, no problem. But, but before you go, uh, I want to get you just to let people know what you've got going on. I mean, Big Blue is out now. Find it on streaming platforms, uh, anywhere you can really find music. I've been able to find it. Let people know what you've got going on. Throw out your social media. Where can people find you? All that fun stuff. Yeah, um, you can find me as Kylie V on basically all streaming platforms except for Apple Music. You can find me at kylievmusic.com and basically get a link to wherever you want to stream or buy my music. I got some I got some t-shirts and stuff designed by my best friend Zephyr, who's incredible. And you can find me on basically all social media at Kylie V Music. Thank you very much to Kylie V for joining us this week. That was uh, that was wonderful to talk to them. So, stream Big Blue out everywhere now. I love this record, and uh, if you want to find us, we are here on Spotify, Mixed Rhythm. We are also on Instagram at Mixed Rhythm, Facebook.com/slash/TheMixedRhythm. We're on YouTube. Just search up Mixed Rhythm. We have one of those really long URLs, um, and I can't change it. So. Um, that's about it. Yeah, we're also on RadioCFXU.ca on Sundays during the academic year. Um, so uh, if you're listening to this and it's still the academic school year, we are on 93.3 FM, CFXU The Fox locally, or RadioCFXU.ca. Our t-shirts will be dropping very soon. Keep an eye out for that. A very limited supply drop on that. So if you want them, get them before they're gone, because then that's it. Um, Unless we do really well, and then we'll do another run. Um, Mixed Rhythm X Shop College Street comes out this week. All right. Have a great Easter, everybody. Um, and uh, I'll throw it to our outro 
because, as I mention every week, I ramble on way too much. Hey everyone, Landon here. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the show. You can follow us on Instagram at Mixed Rhythm. You can follow me on Instagram at Landon Morris. The Owen Morris is a zero. You can follow Alistair at Alistair Cameron 12. And you can follow Parker at Parker McIsaac. You can check us out on Facebook, Mixed Rhythm. And you can also check out our podcast, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to reach out, feel free to send us an email, miscrhythm at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again next week.